Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're talking about the inner circle. Wait, am I in, in the inner circle? Oh, Jeff, you are in the inner circle. Oh, okay, good. But more specifically, the inner circle, we're talking about the outer circle. Wait, what? Yeah. And what I mean by that <laughs> is we're talking about the German, the Berlin Ringbahn and the difference between the inside and the outside of the Ringbahn. What's the Ringbahn, you ask? We'll, we'll explain. We'll get into that. I'm, that's the, I'm, I'm assuming, right? And that's the whole episode. Okay, okay. So uh, we'll be talking about the, basically the city center versus the burbs, I guess, in a way. Kind of. Of Berlin. Anyway, stay tuned to find out more details about what we're talking about. Yes, I, I don't even know what we're talking about right now. Okay, but it's about Berlin. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. We are not on a pause because we're back to our normal every Wednesday schedule. We are, yes. No we more. are full of chicken and ready to record. <laughs> yes. No more stomach viruses for me. Uh, welcome to episode 117. Yes. We are uh, doing our thing. It is Wednesday. We are full of chicken and uh, soon to be full of whiskey. So and the, uh, the whistles are wet. Yes. Yes. We, we, we have our glass of water uh, to, you know, facilitate the, uh, <laughs> the, the, cl the clarity of our speech because this is a podcast. So, you know, if you couldn't hear us, then what's what is why even what are we doing? here? What is the point? As as uh, Crete says, if I can't scuba, <laughs> what, what is all this what for? Is all this about? <laughs> yeah. That's from the office, of course. Anyways, uh, moving on to the episode, but you know, we actually don't have that many news and tidbits for you, so we'll be getting into the episode, the, the full-on topic, even sooner. So it uh, might be... So for all of you who don't want to hear us talk bullshit, this is uh, perfect for you. Exactly. Let's start with a special thanks to, and this is a username that I, I'm not quite sure how to read it. This is literally the username. It's either Uwe or Uwe. I think it's uh, Uwe. Uwe. So special thanks to Uwe pronounced wrong. That is the full That's username. The Uwe pronounced wrong. Or it's U, U pronounced wrong. Yes. So I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, which is why he labeled his name Uve pronounced wrong. He, he assumes we're going to pronounce it wrong. So special thanks to Uve pronounced wrong. And I'm pretty sure Uve is a glue brand here in Germany. I it bought, is. I bought their um, their uh, Sekonenkleber. Their, uh, it is. Has it like a bright yellow? Yeah. Uh, thing? Yellow uh, and black. Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you so much for your great five-star review. It was pretty funny. It, it was, was really, funny. really cool. I liked it. Enjoyed reading it. So thank you. He, he called us young, which, which is nice. Yeah. I didn't catch that part. But yeah. Oh, great. Like, like him even more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have any questions uh, or episode topic ideas, everybody, let us know. Oh yeah, we haven't actually mentioned that in a while. We yeah. haven't. Yeah, guys, don't forget we're we're here to uh, to uh, give some A's to your Q's. So if you have any questions, even if you don't want them read right on air, we can help you with any information about traveling to Germany, moving to Germany, or especially if you have uh, episode topic ideas. That always we love those. That's always uh, super helpful yeah, for us. That's the back end of the podcast that everyone doesn't see. We are often messaging people back and forth all the time here. So uh, if you want to be one of those people we message, then. You know, just send us a message. Yeah. And then later we will explain how to do that, right? With the various, uh, you know, platforms. Yes. <laughs> we have. Um, and, and and speaking of our fans and our interactions, um, thank you again to everybody who has donated to us. It helps keep our podcast going. If you wish to do so, uh, you can go to the bottom of any page of our website and there is a donation PayPal button there. Of course, if you don't want to, that is fine also because this is a free podcast and we are just here to give some entertainment out. That's it. Um, yes. but, but yeah, if you're so inclined, it does help keep us, keep us growing. Keep this uh, train training. Yeah. 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 Got to make it to that station or else, uh, you know, we'll be like the Deutsche Bahn. 
True. Well, actually, uh, transition there last weekend, I went to the to Kassel, which is a city about three hours away from Berlin, and I went to go see the Documenta, which is a every five year, uh, big um, what's the word? Not modern art, but uh, contemporary art festival. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, do it every five years. Oh, yeah, not annually. Every five years. Every yeah. five years, and uh, I think it's the biggest one in the world. And Gossip for, for contemporary art. For contemporary art, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. And yeah, so I went there for the weekend, and I did not take the Deutsche Bahn. I took Flix, Flix train because it's like way cheaper, and like significantly cheaper, significantly yeah. cheaper. Yeah. And um, it's, it's like I said, it's about three hours from Berlin to Kassel on the train. But not that bad. Not that bad. It took me around seven, seven and a half hours. Ooh, doggy. Because of just delays and delays and delays and just ripping my hair out. But Jesus. Uh, I made it and it was fun. I think the tough thing is even if you are Flix plant train and you're not a Deutsche Bahn train, you still have to run on Deutsche Bahn tracks. That's and, the problem. Like, and, and you're still affected by delay Deutsche Bahn delays and, and a know. Deutsche Bahn from what I understand kind of be like hey just so you know Flix train you can't use this track at the moment because we have a monopoly over all the tracks and, and so low things priority get, yeah and they're super low priorities things get screwed out over all the time but sometimes it's worth the risk because you're spending like 40 euro instead of like 150 so. yeah I think I mean you've been on other Flix trains like yeah they're not all five hours delayed right I mean they're no no the- this this one particularly was about like two and a half hours delayed uh, but usually I've had, you know, typical 20, 15 minutes or, um, when they're at us, sometimes they'll just kind of stop in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, I've had one of the announcers tell me like, so apparently we are four class, fourth class citizens here on the train tracks and uh, Deutsche Bahn will not allow us to go any further. So we have to wait here for another few minutes. So that happens too sometimes. Jesus. But yeah. I guess, but with Flix train, it's like you can have a train ticket of 15 to 20 euro instead of. 80 euro, 100 euro, yeah. whatever. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, you're, you're, you're trying to weigh out, like, is this worth it? And most of the time I'd say probably yes. And there's no guarantee the Deutsche Bahn ticket won't be delayed two hours either. But luckily in Germany, if you are delayed for over two hours or two hours and more, uh, if you don't take the train, you can get all your money back. If you do take the train, you can get up to like 50% of your money back. So that's oh, pretty great. cool. Yeah. That, that, that's like actually uh, the rights of you as a passenger. So guys, you have rights. Don't forget, those rights. Rights. Don't forget about your rights and good for Flix train. They actually sent me an email with my rights saying I can get my money back oh. and here's how. So that was pretty, pretty class move. So will you be, are you entitled since it was over? I, yeah, I'm entitled to get like 20 euro back. It was a very cheap train. So I agree, but yeah, I'll, see, cool. I'll see what yeah. I can do. Very nice. But yeah, Documenta, super cool. Um, a lot of art about marginalized groups Yeah, great. and issues that comes with that, especially living in the Western world. Sure. Yeah. Like uh, where our clothes go that we donate. I learned a lot about that. Mm, yeah. So it was art. I learned a lot. It was just really, really cool. Uh, I also saw my friends there because they live in Castle. Some of their friends visited as well. So you stayed with them. Stayed with them. So we great. had a really nice, really, really nice time together. Got some good Spanish tapas in the evening. Nice. So uh, yeah, it was a pretty nice weekend. And lucky my train back was only delayed 30 minutes. So that was pretty easy. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. 30 compared to two hours is, uh, is a lot, but I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, a week or it's been a week. Usually I see you like almost every day. So true. Yeah. Yeah. True. So yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, cause, cause you were gone this weekend and I was busy this weekend. Right. So, uh, things didn't, didn't gel. And I decided you know? this Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to go home and relax and not go out. Cause I just want to relax a little bit, you know, yeah, fair, which is fair. You know, fair. Like, I can, I can we chill. all have those moments where it's just like, you know what? I just need to, to do nothing at, so at play, home. Play like, some of the, play some of the Xbox. You know? Sometimes when it's like every weekend you have something planned, it just, it's just too much. It just it o- overwhelms you after a few, few days of that. And, and that was my last weekend with something planned. Now I'm like kind of free for a little while. So that's all oh, until October. I'm going on holiday. So I'm excited for that. Going nice. To, going to Italy. Yeah. 
Um, but what do you, what have you been doing? Uh, oh, well, this weekend, um, my girlfriend, so my girlfriend's family visited. So my, one of my girlfriend's sisters and her boyfriend and their son visited. Uh, nice. I think it was the first time they'd visited us in Berlin. Um, and technically, I guess when, when, when uh, me and my girlfriend get married, uh, this will be my nephew, of course. So like, yeah, yeah, and they'll be, you know sister-in-law, brother-in-law. So it's like, we're all in the family, you know? It's all in the family now. Yeah, so they, they came, visited for the weekend, um, and it was supposed to, like, literally the weather forecast as of Friday was showing 90% chance of rain for every hour of every day of the weekend. Yeah. So, um, which would have been horrible. Um, but luckily, it just ran on Friday, and Saturday, Sunday was was you know, cloudy, but at least not raining. Uh, of course, because yeah. it never says what's going to... If it says it's going to rain, it means it might have, like, a drizzle for... 10 minutes yeah but it, like it looked really bad so we're, we're like oh god what are we gonna do with them because like we want to do like outdoor nature stuff whatever yeah uh, but we ended up we, we um they really wanted to go to the natur kun museum which is awesome uh, which is. is amazing uh, is, dinosaur is, skeletons is uh, the t-rex is gone now though right no it's still there it's still there oh it's back yeah because no it left a little while ago yeah but now they have a special exhibition uh literally called dinosaur and it's it's it's, it's he's there yeah oh, I, I think it's one of the most complete dinosaur skeletons in the world it could be, yeah. And in, and in their main hall, they have the tallest dinosaur skeleton in the world, which is this uh, Brachiosaurus, which yes. is... Have you been up in there? I have, yeah, I, I okay. take my kids there for field okay. trips sometimes. Yeah, which, I mean, it, just when you... And it's like right when you walk into the entrance door, it's right there and you look up at it and... It, it's amazing. You cannot be awed by it. It's freaking awesome. Something about seeing like... This, like When you see the actual skeletons like in real life, you're always like, shit, this stuff was real. Yeah. You know? These guys existed. And you can, now you can really feel the size and just the power of everything. So yeah. really cool. Took them there and then did a lot of walking around, you know, Berlin, just checking stuff out, going to little parks and stuff. And then on uh, Sunday, we went to the Berlin Zoo, which is also aw- one of the best zoos in the world. It's, it's a great zoo. Just it's like it, the um, they're really good at just like surrounding you with nature. I mean, you really feel like kind of like when you're in two garden, you really feel like yeah. you're out of Berlin and the, the uh, enclosures for the animals are much more um, natural than some other zoos you go to where it's just like a cage, you know, like a in cement walls and stuff there. You really feel like it really matches the natural habitat of the animals. It's true. And so, they have a panda there now too, which is great, which they're obsessed with. Yeah. The um, panda's great. Uh, I mean, you, you look at a panda, it's, it's, it's so goofy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but they have, they have so many cool, great animals there. I mean, just like, I mean, amazing. And, and I've been to that zoo I don't know, three or four times probably over the past 10 years. Oh, yeah. But like, it never gets old. It's it's, it's really fun. I like going there uh, on a field trip with my kids because when you're in kindergarten, you kind of get in for free and you get to skip all the lines. So you saw these people waiting in line, you know, and I walk in with my 18, oh, yeah, four-year-old yeah. with yeah. me. And then like, oh, please, sir, welcome. Welcome to the zoo. And it's like your VIP. You walk yeah, right yeah, in. Nice. But then I have to watch all the kids. I can't really look at the animals that much, but True. it's a great time. Yeah. I mean, well, we just, we literally like, as we were standing in front of the zoo, we bought our tickets online because- the, I did that last time too. The, the line to buy tickets, the zoo it was like hundred people, and so we just bought our ticket online and then just walked right past everybody. It's the same but, price too. Yeah, exact same price. Yeah. So um, I, w- I went there with a, with a few friends with the same exact thing. I don't know why people line up. I don't know. Just I, I think they forget, you know. Um. So yeah, I did that, and most recently, I think yesterday, finally fully fixed my bike, which I haven't talked about before. But oh, good. I'll keep long story short. My bike officially crapped out a few weeks ago. Like it was fucked. <laughs> like the, the last year or two, because it's like a ten year old bike. So last year or two, pretty much every important system on the bike has just been colla- collapsing. <laughs> and uh, finally, it just got to the point where literally I could ride one gear, and that was it. Like every, I could not change into any other gear. And even if I could, yeah, our, our whole trip in Zexus fights, you uh, were on one gear. Yeah, yeah, and and it's and it's the worst gear to be stuck on. Like basically, like 
you're pedaling like a madman just to go at a normal average speed while you're like <laughs> you're next to me just like barely exerting any effort just like flying by me <laughs> uh, but yeah i had to replace like every gear every cable the derailers like literally everything on it but now it like it works like a normal bike so it, like whenever it's been worse is buy a new bike no, no, it, it was a lot cheaper. Just to, oh, was it yeah, all that stuff? Yeah, because well, because I also installed everything myself, so I saved okay. all, all the money on that. So um, and and I was able to like go and find like you know good deals online for all the parts. Nice, you know, good for every, you. Get everything um rather cheap. Um, but yeah, if you if you live in if you live in Germany or Europe or somebody where your bike is basically your car, you would know how excited I am that my bike is finally at, at full function. So no, I'm really happy for you because that was really. That was, that was rough shape. Yeah, it, it just finally got to that point where I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, after we record, I want to, to take a look at it. Okay, yeah, for sure. But, you know, speaking of repair, I need to fix the fact that I have no whiskey inside of me. So let's go ahead and move on. Okay, let, let's fix that. So uh, today we have two bottles because they're small. Uh, we're doing a little taste. But again. same whiskey. But same whiskey. Okay. Uh, so there's a little distillery slash brewery uh, in Berlin called Ice... Uh, Eschenbrenner. And I, I want to say that it is the only whiskey distillery that's actually in Berlin because the Stork distillery we always talk about is about 45 minutes outside of Berlin. But I think True. within the Berlin city limits, this is the only distillery. And for some reason, we have never featured a whiskey from them ever. It's true. I mean, there might be other ones, yeah. not that I know about though, yeah. but this is a single malt whiskey distilled and bottled in Berlin Wedding. And like, again, it's called uh, Eschenbrenner. And the whiskey is just called Bill. This is Bill. This is Bill. So yeah. Jeff, meet Bill. Say hello. Hey, Bill. Hey. The Eschenbrenner Distillery is uh, located in Vetting District of Berlin, which is right near uh, Mitte, uh, where the single malt whiskey is distilled and bottled. Ooh, and bottled. Everything all in-house, yeah. And they're also a traditional bar that sells their own beer called Eschenbroi. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I've had their beer. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. And, and the funny thing is, like, with their whiskey, all of their whiskeys are basically just, like, first names. So they have, like, one whiskey, Bill, one called Joe... One called I love that like Georg. One called well, Anna. I like, kind of like it because it kind of I don't know I you know how I feel about the the little little blurbs they have in whiskey bottles. I think it's all kind of just the same bullshit. Well, well we have so the mini I, bottles, so I don't know if they're normal size bottles. Actually, they might have actually have blurbs. I don't know. Oh no, but like I like the name is it's kind of like making whiskey a little more not so kind of like grandiose. Yeah, yeah, yeah not okay. so do you know, nose up. It kind of yeah. makes it a little more relaxed, which I which I which right. I like. Hey, can I have a can I have a glass of Bill? Let me get, let me get yeah. some Bill. Hey, give me give me some Jimmy over here. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, it's not in the bottle, so, but I will read, uh, the Bill whiskey is aged five years and stored in Spessart oak and then an American oak casks covered in rum. Uh, so, so sounds like they had like, it's in one cask. And then I guess a few years later they, they transferred to a different cask for like a different flavor, I guess. I know? guess so. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, crack this open. I'll open yours again because so this will be a beautiful sound. Mm. Oh yeah, that, that was nice metallic-y cracking of the mini bar bottle. But if you like that, don't worry, I'm gonna do it again. Second there, one might have been better. There's some ASMR for that you. Was, that was crisp. Ooh, still sounds good. Ooh, there goes someone's ears. <laughs> Sorry. And since um, this is a mini bottle, we gotta like pace ourselves in the drinking so we have some left at the end for the for the review that's true i, I love these little like i feel like a freaking giant anyways <laughs> Ooh, i can smell it from here i'm not, it's not even near me and i can smell it already Ooh, yeah that is a strong smell mm. hey, how, how what was the alcohol content on there uh let me see this is 46.8 percent 
Very so, specific, very German. So like pretty normal. It's, it smells stronger, but it's not. A little above average. Usually it's like 40. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Well, that's a flavor. That's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's got to burn. Absolutely. Ooh, a very slow. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, nice it's, slow, it's getting down it's there. Still going down like, um, yeah, that hit, hits your mouth. But uh, I need some time to to yeah con- to think about that. Yeah, we do. we'll get to you at the end when we actually have have a whiskey review. Or- we, we do. Well, let's let's get the topic going now. Yeah. We had no news. It's only eighteen minutes in. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> everyone, if you'd like to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, it's always appreciated. We read them all. We love them all. It keeps us motivated. But again, this is your life. You can do what you want with it. Yeah. You said you could play uh, dominoes. You can play dominoes. Yeah. Uh, you could go uh, check out all the doors in your house and make sure they shut properly. Right? I mean, if, if you have too big of a gap, all that wind's coming in, you know, you're right. like, all that. Seasons are changing, wood mm. expands and contracts. So you could go check on that. You could check on that. That's important. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, but you can also, if you don't want to give us a review, you could check out our website, which some do say, I've heard this. Well, you've heard this actually. I've had I've heard so many whispers and rumors around that Berlin. It's insane. It is well, the best website in the world. That's agdwpodcast.com. Uh, lots of stuff in there. Tons Check of stuff. I mean, yeah, you could talk about it for hours, but you know, like just go. It's better just to. Do you want to hear about the car? Or you want to go test drive? Just go, just go, go, check, go test drive. Go it. Check it's it like, out. It's like a Ferrari. And also our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Check us out there. Lots of content as well. You can send us a message. We love those DMs. And anyways, let's talk about outside versus inside the ring, Bonn of Berlin. Yeah. Now we have to start with some context right now. What is this? Right. Like, so now the city of Berlin is oddly separated by what is called the ring bond. Now, as we've mentioned, uh, there's a lot of public transportation in Berlin and and, uh, the above ground uh, trains that service Berlin are called the S-Bahn. And there's many lines that go north, south, east, west, what have you. And one is called, of course, the Ringbahn because it goes in a ring around what you could call the city center slash the area where... Most you know, stuff happens. Most stuff happens and most people want to live. And it, it goes in this ring around the city center. But Berlin exists, of course, outside of this ring bond. Exactly. And the, the ring bond is the S41 and the S42 going clockwise and counterclockwise around the city. Now, when Jeff, when you say the city center, now just, just for scale wise, because you say the city center and... Um, and we're not talking about, you know, those few blocks where all the you know tourist destinations are right we're talking about like the actual center of the city which physically the city has 12 different districts right and a lot of them most of them are in the ring uh and the ring bond is 125 kilometers long or uh 78 miles long so it's 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 enormous so So, so we can't speak to exact numbers but i would say about half of berlin is inside the ring bond and the other half outside roughly Give or take. Like, I, know, I would assume more in, are inside the rings. It's more populated. Yeah, but the outside of the ring is much more spread. I mean, it goes all the way to Wannsee, you know, Berlin. You know That's what I mean? That's true, so, yeah. Like, and Spandau, and like, you know, so I... Who knows? So, but, but but anyways, like, like we're, not, we're not talking about a small a small section where, you know, we're talking about no. two the two large halves of Berlin. And you might be wondering, well, why, do, why does it matter that we're talking about outside the ring bond, inside the ring bond? And the reason is because how different... Right. Life is, architecture is, people are 
inside the ring bond versus outside the ring bond. It's almost two different Berlins. Now, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And now when you're, when you're visiting Berlin, chances are you're going to be inside the ring. Most things. Yeah. Mo- I'd say 90% of the time you'll be inside the ring bond. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, Jeff lives inside the ring bond. I live technically outside the ring bond. Yes. By like half a block or a block or hey, whatever I'm an outside the ring person now. Okay. Deal with it, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know why I still talk to you. Yeah. I don't know either. And then, see, we're making these jokes, but, like, these jokes, like, come from a real thing where, yeah. it, it, where people, they make fun of people who live outside the ring or, or like, ooh, you got an apartment outside the ring or, like, they make all these ooh, jokes. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that, that, that's why we're talking about this today because there is, there is a big difference or a so-called big difference and it's part of Berlin culture. So, we thought it'd be interesting to, to talk about the differences and what you can find in and out. Exactly. We're, we're going to more focus on out because in is most of the things that we talk about in general about right. Berlin, right? Uh, so like outside the ring is as big or maybe even bigger than inside the ring. And the Berlin suburban area is the seventh largest urban area in Europe, believe it or not. So outside the ring bond is Just outside. And, and that is indefinitely um, outside the ring bond is where you're going to find actual, you know, single family homes rather than right. apartment blocks. That's why it's more like the suburbs because now you actually have physical homes with actual backyards you know you have much more space it's more sprawling you know yeah. what i mean like so it, it, it definitely feels like you're not in berlin anymore but you are now let's talk about speaking of housing let's talk about like finding an apartment inside the ring versus outside the ring because obviously people come to berlin the biggest problem they have always is either on Mildung and finding an apartment because those go both together right and they're both necessary you know having a roof yeah. over your head is always good now Almost everybody who comes to Berlin wants to live inside the ring because, again, that's where everything is happening. That's that's, where the action is. That's where the uh, most popular districts are. That's where the action is. And that's where you have that feeling of Berlin that you're you're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But living inside the ring, as everyone knows, is going to cost you 30, 40% more than the same exact apartment one block, but you're just, you're outside the physically outside the ring. Suddenly the prices drop dramatically yeah. and, and i wonder this because uh for the people who've been listening to us for a while they know that last year actually fucking three years ago i bought an apartment and moved in last year right and um like i said i am a little bit outside the ring i'm one street outside the ring actually and i always wonder what my apartment would have cost if it was actually inside the ring true and i i can only assume it would be a little bit more expensive it, 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 i can't tell you how much but it would be absolutely more yeah because on the listing, they could just say inside the ring, inside the ring, near an Espan. Yeah, so so it, it makes a big difference um, in terms of housing and real estate. Yeah, there, there's there's just more value, quote unquote, in apartments and housing inside inside the ring. They're, they're considered more popular, which is why the prices are higher. For for a rough a rough example here, um, I know somebody who bought a house outside the ring about let's say four or five stops outside the ring. So not that far out and a whole house with a lot of, um, land and his own little pond in his backyard mm. with another little house connecting to it, like a little guest house. Right. So it's like a pretty substantial, little, little room, yeah. yeah, substantial. I'm pretty uh, sure I know what you're talking about. But yeah. yeah. So it's a substantial, you know, plot of land plus house. It's a nice house. And all of that was significantly cheaper than a 70, 75 square meter apartment inside the ring. 
Yeah, half significantly. Price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like imagine him, him getting that same everything you just described inside the ring. It'd be tw- it'd be double. It'd be a couple million. Yeah, it, easy. Yeah. It, it'd be insane. Yeah, and and that's a good thing to bring up is is the differences between um, lifestyle and architecture, etc. Like we just talked about is as we just mentioned inside the inside the ring. It's mostly it's apartment buildings, you know, you, you, and you have like these outbound apartment buildings. You have modern apartment buildings. You it's the, it's the, more, the cool ones from like the the DDR 60s, 70s, which some people love, some people hate. Right. Yeah. That are just like gray boxes. And so basically like living inside the ring bond is more standard big city living. And and in, in some sections, uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about where you live in Nikon, but uh, in Prince Thalberg, the second he gets out to the ring bond, the architecture is completely different. You you have. um and 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 you don't the 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 size of the buildings are much smaller. Oh, yeah. so suddenly there's more space out. They're not as, in my opinion, um, nice. Um, and and you can just you can in in certain areas around where I live, the moment you cycle uh, past the ring and you're outside the ring, you can feel it. Like because oh, because, yeah. because suddenly you don't feel like you're in a Berlin. You feel like you're in a kind of smaller German village or small German city. You know what I mean? Like it's, the vibe the vibe is completely different. It, it, it's it's like honestly completely different. So. Um, I live right on that line, right? And where I live is a pretty wild street for a long time, you know, up to Hammerplatz, Hammerstrasse. Like, it's a pretty wild area. Sure. And you take your bike and you just keep going south. And, uh, uh, you know, outside the ring. Outside the ring. And you're riding a bit and you still see a few apartment buildings. And all of a sudden, it's just like a line that stops. And... You're like, you're, all of a sudden you're in Germany again. Like you're not in Berlin anymore. Now you're in Germany. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you only have two story yeah. homes, two story apartments. Like everything is much smaller. Like, like the, suddenly it's super quiet. It's like quiet. It, yeah. The birds are chirping. The air yeah. is cleaner and you keep going down. Like you see, um, uh, where I knew where I'm talking about. You see, uh, this is big windmill just chilling there. And everyone knows I love windmills. <laughs> loves a good windmill. I love a solid windmill, uh, with this big German beer garden, with German uh, food, with schnitzel and stuff like this. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm on holiday in a small town in Germany, but I'm really only 15 minutes by bike, barely outside of the city. Well, technically still in the city. And it's it's such a bizarre feeling because it, it really is like night and day. Yeah, it, 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 it's it not is, gradual. It, it feel, and, and it, very, it feels very different. And, and this is why, like, again, I have nothing against anyone who lived, like, I, I know financially why you would do it because you can get a bigger... Um, fancier apartment for less money outside than you can. So I, I understand financially why you do it, or you, you know you want to have that extra room and all that or kind of stuff. If you have kids, you know, if some people don't have kids in a big city, they want to have a yard, they want to have a little more space. Uh, parking for your car is probably cheaper over there. You can have your own garage. Yeah, absolutely, there's lots of reasons yeah. why you'd want to move over there. Yeah, and I, I understand it. It's just for me. Every time I've kind of looked at apartments outside the ring, I just don't I don't have that Berlin feeling anymore because yeah. the vibe is different, the architecture is different, the the there's like less commode. You just don't really feel like you're in you're in Berlin city center anymore, you know? No, and, for sure. And, and, and so for me, it's like that's that feeling that I like and the reason why I live in Berlin. And then so if I live way outside the ring, it's just not quite there for me anymore. You know what I mean? And so, so that's why, you know, it's like, not like I have against anything. Cause I, cause like I have been to some amazing apartments outside the, outside the ring in amazing areas. So they absolutely exist. It's, it's just, um, most of the time it's just like, you know, I gotta be, I want, you know, I, I gotta be, I, I like a neighborhood with like a lot of cafes and, and, and kind of really close connections to, 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 you know, uh, the, the bars and stuff that we go to, you know, so for, for sure. I mean, you know, we both moved to Berlin for a reason and, yeah. um, and we stayed here for a reason cause we really love the city. We love the commotion and all the diversity and things you get within the, within that city. 
And when you're outside the ring, it almost feels like in some parts, like you're just in any uh, other suburbs in any part of Germany. Like, yeah, exactly. It doesn't look bad. It's just, you just doesn't have um, that Berlin feel, that uniqueness. You just, yeah, you just feel like you're in, you know, like what's that phrase? Any town USA, but you're like any town Germany. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, you can still find some cool areas and some cool restaurants and even some of these weird little uh, dive bars in those areas uh, where only the locals go by locals. I mean, like the people who live directly around there, no one from, you know, the, inside the rings or people who live in the city are going to go to those bars. Sure. But they do exist. You know, they have that, you really get that small town feeling really like an actual small town feeling, yeah. even you, though like, you're technically paying Berlin taxes, you live yeah. in Berlin. Like you technically do live in the city, kind of like the suburbs, the suburbs, <laughs> the suburbs of Boston, you know, it's kind yeah. of a similar type of thing. Yeah. I mean, Ber Berlin, it, again, it stretches far beyond where you think the border is. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't imagine somebody in Vanzi lives in Berlin or somebody lives Deep Spandau lives in Berlin, but they do. They like you, you are, you are in Berlin. And one thing we should have mentioned, uh, one of the downsides of living outside the ring is the, uh, decrease in terms of public transport connections, because when you're inside the ring, the majority of subway lines, S-Bahn lines, tram lines, bus lines, all crisscross around the inside of the ring. Right. But when you get outside the ring, there's a lot less connection and and it's, it's, like, it's like a tree branch yeah, uh exactly you, you see on the outside of the tree you see that one branch sticking out yeah and that one branch is actually a full system but the outside of the ring is just that little branch sticking out so if you live near one of those branches it's fantastic because you can get to the city fairly easily problem is if your problem is um they run every like 10 to 20 minutes yeah, as opposed to every five. Yes. And, and I know um, I had a friend who lived in uh, Steglitz and on Fridays and Saturdays, there was an S-Bahn line, which was a 10 minute walk from his place. But yeah, it arrived like every 20 or 30 minutes. So it's, if you missed one, like whoops, 20, like, and that's on a Friday or Saturday night. Right. Whereas where we live, it's like every five minutes, Friday or Saturday, like there's, there's a connection, you know what I mean? And the further you get out, it becomes harder, I think in terms to be impulsive. Cause I, I I've had friends who live in Steglitz and other places and you're like, hey, we're going to go to this bar or go see this movie. They're like, okay, I can be there in an hour and 15 minutes. You know what right. I mean? Because oh, I got to take, I got to walk to this place, take a bus to this S-Bahn station. Then from there, be on the S-Bahn for half an hour just to get into the city center. And then from there, switch to whatever, you know what I mean? This is the thing. When you, even when you're living in within the ring, you are taking the ring bond all the time. I take the ring bond to get to your place every Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. To like, go, go, if you want to go the other side of Berlin, it's great because like, it, it's a, the quickest one it's of the fantastic. quickest ways. Yeah. Like, I live on the ring bond, you know, yeah. so it's super easy. Uh, but when you're outside the ring, you have to take a long time maybe to get even to the ring. Then switch to the ring. And yeah. then switch to the ring and then switch in to get to like Mitte or somewhere in the middle of the city, which is going to take you a long time. And that's the bait, I guess, for anyone uh, I mean, most cities have suburbs from surrounding it, right? But Berlin's special with that ring bond. And I don't understand why more cities don't have a train going around like this. It just makes so much sense because you can have all the S, all the subways and stuff you want, but to have one thing that goes around to connect everything together is amazing. Exactly. It it, it reduces time um, tra travel times a great deal. Like I lived in Munich for eight or nine months. And Munich's got a decent, it's, it's got a few S-Bahn lines, got a few, sub, few subway lines, but no ring bond. So you could have two subway lines that like are physically distance wise, maybe only a five minute walk between each other. But in order to get from one, that one station, one, that one line to the other one, you have to take the line 
in. Yeah, yeah, to the city center north, maybe eight stations switch, then come back down south that other line. Right. You know what I mean? So, so like, even though they're physically close, since there's no ring bond that's connecting all of these branches, as you as you said, right uh, together, together, it, it it makes it difficult. And yeah, yeah, and, and once you've li- and I hope we're describing this uh, well enough. And I, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is um on the extras page of our website, I'm gonna put pictures to really show. Uh, where the ring bond is, and yes. so you guys can understand it better as we're as you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, I agree. More cities need to have that ring bond in order to connect all of these different subway train lines together. You know, for sure. I mean, um, you know how I get into like watching urban planning videos and stuff. Like I'm really guys. That's all Alex um, watches is urban planning. I love urban right. planning. I find it fascinating how people design a city. He doesn't even he doesn't know what Star Wars is, but like he, he, he urban planning. Urban planning. It's my jam. Have you seen Urban Planning Three? It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like I, I watch a lot of urban planning videos. I, I just find it really fascinating how cities are created and decisions that are made. And no, dude, completely agree. Completely agree. It's very cool. So I watched one about public transit in the states. Obviously, it's not great, but some cities have it. And I was talking about Chicago. It's exactly the problem you said. There are suburbs where they have a train going to them, and if you had a car and I want to go to your place, I get there in five minutes. But I took public transit, it would take me about 40 minutes because like you said, I took the train to a central stop somewhere in and then back out to you because there's nothing connecting them. You have to go in the them. opposite direction just to switch and come back down to, exactly. to roughly where you just were. And the whole, the whole video is talking about like why we still need cars even though there is public transit because that ring bond concept does not exist, I don't think, anywhere else in the world. At least I haven't seen it. Maybe, maybe somewhere in Asia because they're really good. I think it probably like Japan is really good at public transit. I think also the um the tube in London I think has a ring bond style. Do they? Probably yeah. It, it's really just one of the most brilliant things I think they could do for city planning because even if you just had the ring bond, that's it. It would still be really helpful. It's just, yeah yeah it, just to get from you know for, again like I said from the east side of the city to the west side of the city or the north side to the south side or like it's it's super helpful you know like um and and again this um. But as the connections get less, as you're further out in the, you know, in the out outside the ring bond, it can affect your lifestyle. I, I had a friend who um, traditionally always lived inside the ring. And there was just one time in his life where he's like, you know what? I really want to be out in the burbs, have more nature. It's quieter, whatever you want. You want to check it out. And yeah, sure. But, but, but knowing my friend, I was like. This isn't going to work out. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Because he, he, he likes going out. He likes meeting people. And at the time, he was single. He, you know, he, he's ready to mingle, you know? So I was yeah, like... Single I, living in the burbs yeah. as well. Yeah. So he, he lived in a deep Stieglitz. And again, it was a walk to a bus, the bus to an S-Bahn, S-Bahn in, then switch the ring. And so it, it was a good, a good hour, 15 minutes to his place. So he had really had an issue getting any women to come back to his apartment because once he described where he lived, suddenly they were not interested anymore. You know what Honestly, I mean? Like, he'd go out and meet people. Yeah, yeah exactly. You want to come to the mine? And yeah, like, and they're, they're no. like, yeah, for, for a beer. You want to come back for a drink? Great. And when you mentioned where he actually lived and suddenly it's like, ah, now I'm tired of all so, you know And I mean? also like, like, you might be a serial killer if you live all the way out there. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just, a, it's a trek. You know it's what I mean? It's a trek, it, man. It, but, but again, if you say if you have a family, you got kids, you got a job, uh, and you're not popping into the city that much, it's fine. But I say when you're single, you're young, it, it can be, a, you're spending a lot of time in the train all and, every day. And, and I think the thing is a lot of people do think, you know, like we, we you know, when, when we were looking to buy something, we did consider let's, let's maybe get a house, you know, like we're going to buy it. It's way cheaper outside the ring. We can get like a full on house. Sure. Uh, have land, you know, but you, I think you always think like it's, it's still near the city, you know, it, it, we're still in Berlin it's just a little bit longer to get, you know, to get in there. 
And Berlin already inside the ring is super spread out. Like everything's a half hour to get to, right? Yeah. I go to work, it's half hour. Work from to your place, half an hour. Yeah. Your place and my place, half hour. But you get used to it, right? Yeah. You get used to yeah. it. But all of a sudden that half hour becomes an hour or longer every time you have to go home or leave your home that, you know, I can't just Saturday night, eight o'clock. Hey, you want to go out for a beer real quick? Like, I don't know. It's going to take me, like you said, it's going to be a long time to get in there. Yeah. So it's, it's going to affect you. You're not well, going to go out as much and you are going to miss your friends and all. And then I feel like you get used to that and then you're kind of like secluded in your house. That's me personally. That's why I live exactly. in the city. That, that's me too. That, and we, we don't, we would never judge anybody who preferred that outside no, the ring lifestyle not. because I can totally understand it. Cause as we said, it is so much quieter. You do have much more nature. The buildings are more spread out. There's no sirens going yeah. around all the time. Yeah. You can actually get a house with a backyard, you know, it's safer for your kids. You don't see any, you know, absolutely needles on the street or people, you know, but bugging you or whatever. Exactly. I understand. Yeah. I get the appeal. Yeah. I a hundred percent do. Um, but for me, it's really, I live in a city, I live in a city. If I want to live in a town, I would just move to a small town outside of Berlin and then come in with like an ICE train, which would be an hour anyways. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, I go like full on or just live in a city? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, talking about specifically about the ring bond itself. I mean, you know. You mean I, the actual train. track and train that rides the ring? Yeah. Um, I think if you're visiting Berlin, this is actually one of the coolest and cheapest ways to see a lot of the city. True, just actually. Just hop on yeah. the ring bond and ride around. It takes about. It's above, it's above ground. It's an elevated train. Yeah. It takes you all around the city. Literally around it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it'd probably be like an hour, hour, 15 minutes to go around the whole thing. And then, of course, you can get at, off where at, you want. At most, I, I'd say. like Because I know when I go from here to the opposite side, it's only like 25 minutes. It might, might, might be an, uh, hour, I think it's, might be an yeah. hour, like I'd say. Uh, and you can see a lot of the city. You can see some of the more um, uh, like green parts of the city as well. And then if you say, hey, this looks cool, just get off and go explore it, you know? But, so but I think you never tourists. have to get off. Like you literally, if you, there's no missing the stop. Cause like, eh, I'll catch it next time around. You know what I mean? Cause exactly. it, it is a ring. Like the train does not stop. It just keeps going. You know? It just keeps going around. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think if you're a tourist, it's a really fun way to explore the city a bit and just kind of see different things. Good idea. Yeah. Cause you get a lot of nice views, especially if say you're visiting in winter, you're yeah. a little cold, you want to be indoors, but those these big windows of the ring bond, they're super can, heated. Yeah, and you can you can see you can see yeah, see all of Berlin. That's true. And, and you know you always get fun characters on the train, anyways. So you true. never know what you'll see. Yeah. So then also, if you are want to be a little crazy, oh. there is a ring bond drinking game. What ring bond drinking game? Yes. I don't know about this one. No, no. no. I never I never actually played it because okay. I have to go pee a lot, and the game kind of revolves around peeing. Oh, bummer. So uh, I guess what the game is, you get on with some friends and just you know have some beers going around the ring bond. And then just, just hanging out on the train, just yeah. hanging on the train. Yeah. You just, you know, you drink whatever, maybe you play a game within the game, but the first one has to go pee has to get off wherever you are and you leave him and you leave him. But it's like one left. But wait, so, but when, wait, what is the worst game ever? So like when you get off, when you get off, then the night's over for you. Yeah. That's, but, that's a horrible game. But, what I, do you mean? I, but then uh, I thought of a fun way. Uh, if you get off, you have to go pee, right? You try to take other public transportation to try to find them on the other side of the ring as it goes around. Yeah, I, I thought like you have to get off, but then the next time the train comes around, you just get back on and you. you just, oh yeah, you could do that too. Friends. Yeah, or you can try to you know go through the city and find your way to find your friends on another stop. Well, that'd be rough though, trying to catch up with like a moving ring bond train. I don't know. 
be tough. But say if, even if you got off and you were going to get back on it, if you wait an hour now for your friend, uh, this is not a fun game. Oh, it's not a fun game, but oh, okay. I, I, I've heard about it. I, don't, I never but, played it. <laughs> plus, you would literally lose it after 20 minutes. So oh, yeah, I'd be done. Like you, like, I, I go, I go three stations and be like, all right, guys, see you, see you tomorrow. <laughs> I like eight, you call your girlfriend, coming home. What, already? Yeah. Yeah, I lost the guy. I, I, I drank uh, I drank half a beer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's, it's also like, yeah. I mean, I, I there, there are... There are reasons why you'll sometimes see a few homeless people on the ring bond in winter because it's it's a train that keeps going and never forget off and you're just warm and they just they just sit, yeah. sit, sit sit down in a seat and they know okay now I can be here all day almost you know warm you know it's true. It, it is pretty nice for them um, so don't bother them at the same now uh, outside the ring um, which we explain a bit suburbs stuff like that. But also, if you are visiting Berlin or you live in Berlin, there are also a lot of nice places to go to outside the ring that aren't just suburbs and German restaurants. Yeah, I mean, all of the forests and lakes and cool nature that we go to in Berlin is all outside the ring. So right. we, we actually visit outside the ring quite a bit in summer because all of the cool hiking and swimming and cycling places are outside the ring. And that's one of the beauties of outside the ring is that it is full of nature. When you, when you fly into Berlin, you'll be so surprised just to see this lush forest completely 360 surrounding yeah. the metropolis that is Berlin. It's, it's insane like how much greenery there is. It is. And because Ringbahn exists, it's very, very easy to get to. Most of the time, you can just get off on the Ringbahn, walk 10 minutes, and you're in the woods. Right. I mean, a good, good, good example off the Ringbahn is the Grunewald Forest, which is a huge forest on the west side of Berlin, kind of straddling uh, Wannsee, which is a huge, one of the biggest lakes uh, yep. nearby. Um, I mean, Grunewald is huge. That, that's also where in the last episode we had mentioned um, Teufel, so, Teufelsberg, which is yep. the, the old U.S. spy listening station. So there's a, there's a few hills and mountains there in Grunewald that you can hike up to. I don't say mountains. There well, are hills. For, for Berlin mountains, you know, <laughs> that you can hike up to and get great views of Berlin as well. And there's just endless hiking in the forest and you and you literally would have no idea you're next to Berlin. Because, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous out there and you don't need to travel very far. You don't need to ride your bike or anything. You get off the, you get off the ring bun and you are in the woods and then you can walk for as long as you want. And then if you get lost back to the ring bun, very easy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there are literally hundreds of lakes that surround Berlin in the Berlin area and Brandenburg. And you know, some of the big ones, as we mentioned, there's Wannsee, there's Mugelsee, which is to the Southeast. Yeah. You have uh Teglersee, which is in the North, which um, is, uh, the same area as the Tegel Airport, of course. So yes. Tegel Airport, Tegel Z. Um, and of course, a million a million other lakes that could not spend all the time to, to tell you about. I mean, just, just go to Google Maps. Go look at Berlin. Zoom out a little bit and go to like a satellite view. You're going to see all these amazing forests and lakes and everything. It's everywhere. And it's only accessible with the ring bond. Well, not only, no, but... Well, yeah. actually, you don't. Most of them you don't use the ring bond. You have to get, you have to switch from the ring bond to sure, other, somewhere else. Like, yeah. Most yeah. of them are accessible outside the ring outside, bond. I think that's what you, I, I think that's what you meant. Or, <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Is outside the ring exactly? You know, um, yeah. So, so all of the great things to do involving nature are outside the ring bond. But because of all the connections, it's a stone's throw away from if if you live in um, the city center, it's no big deal. It's like 30, 40 minutes, no problem. Yeah, and I, and I think um, this is one of the biggest benefits i think of living in this city which i think people don't talk about a lot people talk about the clubbing and the and the restaurants and you know the how diverse the city is these are all fantastic things but another thing about berlin is you can get outside the city without really getting that far outside the city you know and without without a huge trek without having to rent a car without like you know like there's great access 
to nature without even having to make it a day trip. It can be a half a day trip. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean like, you and I could go after recording right now. We're going to go to a giant forest in about 20 minutes and yeah. enjoy an hour there and then come back. Easy. Exactly. And again, this is another pro for living outside the ring in the suburbs of Berlin because for them, it's literally a five minute walk and they could be in Grunewald. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if, if you live um, in um, like deep west uh, Berlin outside the ring, out, you know, like outside the like Charlottenburg area sure. um, near West End, it's a five, 10 minute walk and you're in Grunewald, you know, without, you know, or with a bike. I mean, you're, you're there. And so. then for them, it's the opposite. Instead of going for a day trip to go to the city, they can get to the city super easily and we can get to there super easily. So it's just, it's just one of those other little benefits of living in Berlin that I think makes a very, makes Berlin a very unique city. I mean, we have great pay- parks inside the ring as well and you can also feel that escape from the city even inside the ring at places like Treptow Park or was that, or was that outside the ring it's outside Trip Tower. yeah places like Volkspark Freerside for example you can feel like you know you're um outside the city but you're actually in directly in the city and I, and I feel like people don't talk about that enough about Berlin is that you don't you're not stuck in a metropolis you can really if you need to breathe, you can go breathe very easily. I, I, absolutely, you know, and, and I, I think another reason why we're doing this this episode is also because there's so many sections of Berlin that I think a lot of tourists and even people who live here never really spend time to see. Like there's there's districts like uh, Marzahn, Riechtenfelde, etc., yeah. which are completely outside. Spandau. Yeah, which are completely outside of the Ringbahn, outside of the outside of the Ring, that you never really hear of and they never really get the attention, but yeah, like places like Spandau are amazing. They see, they, they, and, and just like every other borough in Berlin, it has something else to offer. So they're worth checking out. Of course. Um, maybe not Matzahn, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite place either, but, but you know, actually speaking of favorite places, maybe like you can say like, what, what are maybe your like top one or two places that you, that you love to go to out outside of the ring you I know, mean, if on a weekend and with some nice sunshine. Of course, Grunewald. I love Grunewald and, and you know, it's right near, um, Right near Vanzi, and I like taking the ferry, and like it just—that's a super, super beautiful area. I mm. love that. And also, um, since I thought it was inside the ring, it's actually outside the ring. Treptower Park, I love Treptower Park. Yeah, it's, great. It's, it's one of my favorite parks in the whole city, with the giant USSR um, monument, which is not my favorite, but yeah, yeah I, I really—it's just very imposing. I like the whole area of the, of, of the park, and a little tiny lake in there. And they have a nice beer garden, and it's also like you feel like you're in a forest. It's on the spree, like uh, as well, you know. Yeah, that that that's such a great, underappreciated, in my opinion, park. True, and then like, and it's outside the ring, but it's literally, like, when I say outside the ring, it's like 50 meters outside the ring. It's like yeah, know, it's the, like like right the, the, the Trep Tower station is on the ring bond. You know what I mean? Like ah, uh, yeah, yeah, true. It is a ring bond station, so. It is right there. And for me, I would say my top two favorite places, as we just mentioned, Spandau, I think it's a gem a lot of people forget to visit. I mean, you go there and, and, and of course it used to be its own little village and it has its own little historic old city center, you know, right. which is just, just super cute and gorgeous. And, and it is just steeped in history of the uh, Citadella there, which is an old um, fortress um, as well. That's like from, I think, 12... Tw- 1200s uh and it's, it's also a great concert venue now i saw limp biscuit yeah. there twice yeah which is <laughs> freaking weird to, to see limp biscuit in old 12 like <laughs> like a 800 year old fortress yeah. it's so cool it's insane um i think that's uh underappreciated and uh, vanzi is an area which again as we talked about it's like one of the largest lakes in in the, the beautiful in berlin area and it is just like draped in greenery and forests on all sides and you have these great beautiful villas along along the shoreline 
Um, and you have True, the, I forgot about that. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful beach areas. And one of my favorite things to do is you rent. You can rent these little like uh, paddle boats. You know that you paddle with your um, with your feet, and <laughs> you just you should, you know because it's just cheaper than renting a real boat. And you just, you just paddle out into the middle of Vanzi, and you just float there, and you could just jump off at someone you want, get back in, and just like float and just just and just enjoy this nature and this 360 panorama of just like endless lakes and trees and forests. It's just, it's fantastic. And there's one other lake I would love to say the name of, but I'm not going to, cause I don't want to get uh, rammed because it's one of the last untouched beauties uh, of Berlin, but there's oh, fair, but I wouldn't but, say it then. Yeah. But if, if you, if you want to know what it is, send us a message. It's um it's just to the North North East of Berlin. Really easy to get to. Um, it's only maybe like, 20 minutes outside of uh, that's, outside, that's no clues Jeff <laughs> outside of the ring but, but it's one of the places it's like it hasn't been um you know built up and you don't, you don't have to pay to go there and the shoreline is trash free and it's just mm. I so, haven't been there yet actually yeah, yeah we, we've talked about it to you a few times but um but you live on the other side of Berlin so you guys are always complaining how it takes too long to get there so uh but yeah but yeah but I won't say the name of it but if you want to know the name of uh, a really beautiful untouched lake of Berlin that's never crowded Hit us up with a private message on our Insta or through our website. Yeah, do that. And um, I mean, I, I, again, guys, I hope a lot of what we said made sense. Like a, a lot of this is hard to describe without pictures and visuals, but that's why I'm going to try to remember to put up on our extras page of our website, some pictures and some visuals yeah. to help you better orient yourself on what we're talking about. But we thought this was important because, you know, this, this is two different lifestyles inside the ring and outside the, the ring. And it's two different Berlins in a way. It is. And if you have any other thoughts about the ring bond of Berlin, let us know. Um, I, 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 I've always been fascinated with the ring bond just generally. I think it, it's just a really, really cool idea. I'm not sure who who invented it. I'm going to look that up after. We probably shouldn't done that beforehand. Mm. But uh, yeah. I know it's been around for a while. I know originally it was um, it had steam trains running on the ring bond. So, oh wow! So it's been a, I think since late late 1800s. Been there a while. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I love the ring bond. If you have any thoughts about it, anyone listening, uh, please let us know. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, and let us know if you agree or disagree. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe we're dead wrong. Maybe. Outside the ring is bumping with parties and we're just not seeing it, you know? Absolutely. So if you have any thoughts about the ring bond, please call one 800 2 Okay. Uh without further ado though, let's uh let's drink this. Let's 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 finish this whiskey and, and again, uh we have a small little bottles here, but I have some left. So what we are drinking is Bill. We're drinking Bill. We're drinking Bill. Yeah. Uh from the uh Eschenbrenner distillery here in Berlin and Wedding, which is a um Right next to Mitza. So not that far away. If you are a tourist here in Mitza, you're right near Vitting. Yeah, it's a nice small distillery. And actually interesting, when I, I ordered these bottles for us online, I, I had clicked the uh, pickup because it was like five years less. And I was like, ah, I'll take a, I'll cycle to Vitting. Sure. You know, it's nice and save, save us some money. Um, but I guess they didn't see that. And so they sent an email asking where I wanted it delivered. And I saw the email was from Martin Eschenbrenner. So... Probably Mr. Eschenbrenner, the, the the man who the distillery is named after. The man sent himself. Sent me an email, the man himself. Um, this is a single malt whiskey. No E, because I know some German whiskeys can use W-H-I-S-K-E-Y or just Y. Well, because when, um, when it's an Irish or rye, you can have the E, but when you, when you just have the Y, it's like a, a Scottish, like a single malt has just the Y. Okay, interesting. So it depends on like where it comes from, but I think Germany is this... 
Yeah, Does, Germany picks and chooses. Yeah, but 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 if it's making like a, a sim, like a something similar to a Scotch, then they just use the Y. That's yeah. true. That, I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Yeah. So, anyways, this is Bill, and uh, let's review it. Let's go. <laughs> what was that question for? And let's read. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I've liked it a lot. It's it's a nice, powerful. It, it really smacks you in the face. The power, it is powerful. powerful flavor. It reminds me, I can't remember the name of it now, of this other German whiskey that we had that my girlfriend's brother got me. It was mm. also very full in flavor, kind of smacked you in the face. And th- this does have a bit of a bit of a scotchy flavor to it. It right? has a good burn, which we haven't had in a while. Yeah, it ha- has a nice scotch, real scotch burn that just slowly dribbles down your throat, which we haven't had in a while, which yeah. I, I enjoy. Lots of flavor. Now, what kind of flavor are you getting when you... Uh, um. It's it's um, it's it's a little bit smoky, but not super smoky. But I'm getting like, I think you can taste like a bit of like rum in there as well. Yeah, well, mention the rum cask, and I think it does have a trace of smokiness, just like the last one was. True, had a trace. It did have well. a trace. Um, I really like it. I Me really too. do. I like it a lot, actually. I'm digging. And it. I would definitely, um, if I didn't have ninety bottles of whiskey on my shelf, I would buy this for myself. In uh, a bigger bottle, but I mean, um, the, well, the reason we got the small bottle is because the the bigger bottles I think they only come in 0.5, so it's kind of small for a big bottle, and they're roughly between like 50, 60 bucks because they're all small bat. Like like yeah. this one, for example, said they only made 700 bottles of Bill. You know what I mean? In the in the world, so like these are very small batch. So and when you have small batch, that's why it's not William, it's yeah. Bill because yeah. it's small, <laughs> so it's short. You, yeah, when you so when you, when you, have, when you have a limited amount of bottles, of course you have to put the price up a little bit because right. you know you got to make back that, that. I mean, they're still sitting there for five years. It takes you know it takes a while. It's investment. It's investment. I mean, yeah, making whiskey is not easy. So, um, but no, I, I I really like it. So I'm gonna go. Uh, it, it's I'm gonna go eight and a half. I I really really like this. Eight and a half. Yeah. You it's solid. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really really like this. Yeah. Um, well done. I would say Eschenbroi because I know the beer, but what's it called? Eschenbrenner. Eschenbrenner. Have you have now have you been to the bar slash distillery? Uh, I have not been in, in vetting, but I've had a few of their beers, uh, and they're very good. Nice. I I've been there once. I want to say like six or seven years, long time ago when I was f- f- fresh-ish in yeah. Berlin, you know what I mean? Um, in vetting. Didn't know it was a distillery. Of course, it was before we had a whiskey-related podcast. Maybe it wasn't so, back then. So I didn't even, yeah, yeah. Either, I, I don't know, but like if they did, I didn't try the whiskey. I was just, for me, I just I just knew it as a bar. Had some of their beers, liked their beers. Beer's good. And so it was weird to finally go back seven, six, seven years later. I'm like, oh, that bar, you know? And then yeah. there's, and then there's then seeing like the wall of the whiskeys that they make. And I'm like, Oh, right. Okay. And if you, uh, if anyone wants to go there, uh, they also sell beer on like these big, um, jugs. It's like a jug of beer. And I got that for my birthday once and it was really like cool. A t- take take away jug of beer. Yeah. It's like this jug. It's like, it's in brown glass. It's a really cool shape and their logo is really cool. And I actually just kept the bottle because it looks really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably like a liter, maybe a liter and a half of beer Ooh, okay. and, a, and a big jug. It's really cool. Uh, it's, it's a fun little gift for someone as well. So if you want to come see it, you know, do it. Nice. Yeah, go, Eschen, go check it out. Eschenbrenner. E-S-C-H-E-N-B-R-E-N-N-E-R. Ask for Martin. No, sorry. <laughs> I, actually, ask, I, I don't know him. Don't ask for him, please. Ask for uh, Bill. Ask for Bill. Yeah. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening. That was fun. I hope that this is interesting. Yeah, no, really sure. And actually, and if it wasn't, if we're being too Berlin centric lately, let us know and we can go back wider to, to Germany. It's just, you know, it, it's just been kind of the way it's been. The few episodes we've done lately just happen go, to going be. back to the roots a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know if you like this or not. This was a little bit of a, a game. We weren't really sure if this is interesting or not. Ooh. 
uh, and gambling, sometimes uh, you get burned. You do get burned. So we'll find out. But actually, I'm going to get burned right now with my last sip of this Eschenbrenner. too. And everyone, you lovely, lovely, amazing people listening. Yes, thank you you're all. You are the only reason we do this because... Uh, Actually, I don't, I don't like Alex that much. Yet. <laughs> I'm so sick of looking at his stupid face. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Oh, yeah. I actually love you. <laughs>